Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. October 14th, 2020, Dars Highlights. Major themes include plunging into the Noor and Sayyiduna Ibrahim's reaction to the Noor. The Dars began with the Shaykh's comments on the seven readings of the name. And he said that the seven readings are the dot, al-nuqta, the hidden alif, al-alif al-muqaddar, Allah, the entirety of the divine name, ilah, which means deity or God, lillah, for God, lahu, for him and who, the ha, of identity, that's seven readings, the dot, the alif, Allah, ilah, lillah, lahu, and who. He also commented on a question from a faqir from Sudan. And in responding to his question about seeing the nur, the Sheikh says, Try to plunge into the heart of the niche, the mishkat. Plunge into the nur, dive into it. During the invocation, this faqir sees in a vision. He sees written inside the nur. He sees inna arsalnaka shahidan wa mubashiran wa nadira. We have sent you as a witness, a bearer of good tidings, and a warner. And the Sheikh says, the nur is the Prophet ﷺ. The nur is the luminous lamp, as Sirajul Munir. That's the message of this vision. The nur that you see is the nur of the Prophet ﷺ. And when he returned to his Lord, that nur became, or it was bequeathed to his heirs, which means that it's the nur of Ahlul Bayt, or the nur of sainthood, the nur of wilaya. It's important for you to learn to dive into the nur. And when you complete your journey to your Lord, you'll know that you have only drawn a dot from the knowledge of your Sheikh. And after you realize that, you'll ascend to the level of the Messenger to draw from him. And you'll write books on the Prophet and you're going to find at the end of your journey that you've attained only a dot from or the, a drop from the ocean of the Prophet After that, you enter into the world of Tawheed, divine oneness and divine knowledge, and you'll write countless books about God's oneness. And when your state becomes unveiled to you by God's grace, you'll find that you only drew or attained a single drop in non-qualification of divine knowledge. This is how you progress in stages of learning on the path. As for the one who is affected by his lower self and is afflicted by self-admiration and pride, that kind of person is stripped of what he was given. He is stripped of the dot, the nuqta, that he took, and he has no subsistence thereafter, no baqa. All of this is to say that what you take in bay'ah contains everything. The shaykh gives you the dot 
or he gives you the drop from his ocean. He places that drop within your heart and he says, there you go, show me now, show me what you'll do with it, show me where you'll arrive with it. This is a branch from a true and genuine root. This dot is an offshoot of a real root and the Sheikh has offered it to you. A sincere murid works on that dot for the sake of Allah and he honors this luminous particle that was given to him and that luminous particle will show him all that is good. It will show him al-khayr, it will show him his own true reality, it will show him its own reality. That doct that you took during your Pledge of Allegiance takes the murid to the world of non-qualification, the world, of, the non-delimited world of itlaq, which is the ocean of the sheikh. The sincere murid honors and venerates and surrenders to sainthood after that moment. Wilaya, he sur- surrenders to it. After that, the murid is taken to the dot of nubuwa, of prophecy, then the dot of messengerhood, risala. And through those three dots, the dot of sanctity, the dot of prophethood and of messengerhood, the murid discovers the path, the tariq, the the sirat, the path to God. And the murid discovers that this path to God that's drawn by the three dots has no beginning and no end. It's upon this path that the murid grasps his or her wijha, turning orientation to their Lord. And whoever does not travel on this path does not generate or produce beneficial knowledge of any kind. The three dots of prophethood, sainthood, and messengerhood are alluded to in the Basmala by the dots of the ba, the dots of the noon, the ba of Bismillah, the noon of Ar-Rahman, and the dot of the Ya of Ar-Rahim. But you have to enter through the gate of sainthood, Babul Wilaya, and there's only one door to enter the path, and you have to go from that door to the next door to the next door. Likewise, you only enter through the Ha, the center of the Ha of identity, Ha Udhawiya, which is the door of sanctity. And within the Ha, you find galaxies and spheres and stars and celestial bodies and moons, and it's all brought together by the description of the Prophet of the first heaven when he says the first heaven in relation to the the one above it or the lowest heaven in relation to the second heaven is like a ring cast into a vast desert There was also a question by a faqir who asked about the difference between the name Arab, the Lord and the name Allah, God. And this faqir specifically asked, why did Sayyiduna Ibrahim, the Prophet Abraham, why did he say upon seeing the star, the moon and the sun, this is my Lord, Hada Rabbi. Why didn't he say simply, this is God's light, Hada Nurullah. The Sheikh responds, the name the Lord, Arab, is closest 
to the servant, to the abd. And this is why the first verse of the Qur'an reads اِقْرَأْ بِسْمِ رَبِّكَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ Read or recite in the name of thy Lord who created. Recite, read, O servant, in the name of your Lord. It is by virtue of this name, the Lord, that you discover the name itself, Allah. The name Allah, for its part, is the all-encompassing name, and it points to the essence. It denotes the essence. The name Allah rejects all duality and all additions. Because كان الله ولا شيء معه Allah was or Allah is and there is nothing with him. As for the name the Lord الرب it denotes God's oneness his wahdaniya like the number one that flows through all numbers. The name Allah God denotes God's exclusive oneness or his onlyness his ahadiya. It's like the name Al-Ahad, the only. Ahad. Say he, God is the only. Why did Sayyiduna Ibrahim say, This is my Lord, when he saw the star, the moon, and the sun? Why didn't he say, This is God's light? The answer is that Sayyiduna Ibrahim is among the Ulul Azm, the messengers and prophets of resolution, of great resolve. He's a, a person of deep insight and understanding, a faqih, and his furthest end is to know Allah and to declare God's oneness, to declare tawheed, and to profess the oneness of lordship, tawheedul rububiyyah, in contrast to you and others who seek to discover things of the hidden realm. You're the ones who say, this is Nur. He says, this is the Lord. If your furthest aspiration were truly to know the Lord, if it were truly to proclaim Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, the oneness of Lordship, then you would have said, this is my Lord from the very beginning. But it's impossible for a murid, a disciple, to say that at first. They can't say, this is my Lord. Because you're far removed from oneness of lordship, from Tawheed al-Rububiyyah. I've spent the last 13 years teaching you that the nur is God's face. It's wajhullah. That the nur is the exalted Lord, Rabbul Izzah. And still, you do not and will not understand what I'm telling you because you're attached to the realm of other than God and to things that pertain to extinction, to fana. So you can't be like Sayyiduna Ibrahim والسلام, who seeks divine proximity, who beholds lordship before beholding the nur who proclaims, this is my Lord. Because you, O Murid, your suluk, your spiritual traveling, consists of tarqi. 
its advancement and ascent. You first have to discover and become familiar with the ishara, the spiritual illusion, the light. And then that light has to fill the horizons of your heart. And so on. You have to progress through the stages. And each station takes years and years. And each station takes you through different sciences. And finally, at the very end, we arrive at Iman, faith. And you surrender and you say that the Noor denotes the divine essence. This is the heart of the problem. Sayyiduna Ibrahim والسلام, affirms and recognizes lordship in a grain of sand. You, on the other hand, enter into a mosque and think of the terrain, the plot, the decoration, the structure of the mosque, and you say with your lips that it's God's house. But you don't recognize lordship through it. How can you see divine proximity? How can you see proximity of lordship in, in all things? when you're attached to the forms. Shushtari, he said, in a vision, this is the great poet from Al-Andalus who became a Shadali at the end of his life from the 13th century. Imam Shushtari says, I see the Lord disclosing himself to me in visions through dogs and pigs. This, what he's saying in this verse, is direct tasting. It's a witnessing, it's a vision, it's a a witnessing of proximity of God. You're going to tell me, oh no, there's nothing like God. Nothing is as his like, he's transcendent, and so on. We know all of that. In fact, we perfect that discourse very well. We've mastered it, discourse on divine transcendence. But how do we convey to you this unitive concept through words of the divine light? We have to do that in stages, because in reality, you're like a small child. You're not like a small child. Spiritually, you are a small child. And we have to tell you, the milk that you're drinking is the apple, it's knowledge, it's all these different types of foods, until slowly the child grasps that, in fact, there's milk and there's an apple, there's different things and they're all brought together in milk itself. But at first you need to know the apple separately and you need to know the different types of food separately and then finally you realize, the baby realizes that all of that nutrition is contained in the milk itself. We're talking here about Sayyiduna Ibrahim والسلام, When we say this is a prophet, a messenger, you have to stop for a second. He sees proximity to God in the fire, in the blazing fire. He beholds the blazing fire that he's thrown into for three days as God's house, as a place of rest. He sees the fire as a sirazul munir, the luminous lamp. Can you remain in that state of faith in the face of that kind of fire? It's impossible. If you were to be cast into a fire, you would flee from the nur. You would say, I have nothing to do with God's nur from the moment you even see the fire. You say, I have no relationship to this tariqah whatsoever, no relationship to the nur, I don't know, I don't know what they're talking about. It is for this reason 
that so many fuqara have two pages on Facebook. One, they give their name, Al-Karkari as the last name, and another page is the public page. They show two faces to the world, one to the tariqa and one to the public realm. Compare this type, this two-faced type of murid, to Sayyiduna Ibrahim, who is free of all hypocrisy, who lives and dies on principle. He has a mabda. I see Nurullah, I remain steadfast upon Nurullah, no matter what, and I found someone who showed me Nurullah. If that person says it's lordship, it's lordship. So it is. It's lordship without debate, it's the attributes without debate, it's the essence without debate. That's the type of person Sayyidina Ibrahim والسلام, is. You see Nurullah, and then you, in contrast, you bring me ideas from your grandmother, your grandfather, your book, your school, your readings, the culture you come from. All these things, in the face of the Nur, are idols. They're deities in your heart. You ask, why did Sayyidina Ibrahim say, this is my Lord? Because he's with his Lord, he's with Rabbi. And you're not. Your knowledge of your Lord is concealed behind 70,000 veils. That's how distant the Nur is from you. The Nur is that far removed from you. You have 70,000 veils between you and Ma'rifah. Ibrahim sees the same Nur that you do. And the real God Allah Ta'ala dissolves 70,000 veils for him at once. And he saw the Nur as the Lord and he says, Hada Rabbi. This is the difference between you and Sayyiduna Ibrahim In fact, you can't even say, I see my Lord. You can't even write it. Your fingers may perhaps type it, but your heart is full of whisperings and doubts and conjectures because this is the reality of your Aqidah. This is your true creed. This is what's really in your heart. It's what your intellect affirms, and it's what your limbs enact. Instead of seeking Tawheedul Jama'ah, oneness of union, declaring God's full oneness and union, you search for Tawheedul Farq, oneness of separation. This is why we begin the path with oneness of union, with Tawheed Al Jama'ah, and we cast you into the ocean of lordship. After that, we begin to describe the different levels of separation. We begin you with the vision of the light. Then we work on differentiating its levels. If you see the nur in the last third of the night, you sit in istighfar with your ritual ablution facing the qibla and you have the disclosure of the light in front of you. This disclosure of light what does it mean? It's the hadith, the Lord descends during the last third of the night and asks, is there anyone doing istighfar, seeking my forgiveness, that I may forgive them? Now the nur has descended. It has descended in the last third of the night to the lowest heaven of your soul. You now have to look at it, behold it with sheer faith, with affirmation of faith. And enter into istighfar, into seeking God's forgiveness with certitude. You have to do that 
but your heart is so far from its Lord. The Nur is a divine name, and the name is not separated from the named, from the essence. The Nur is an attribute, it's a quality of Allah Ta'ala's essence, and it doesn't separate from the Creator. You have, when you say Nur, it's an attribute. When you say An-Nur, the light, it's a divine name. Your name and your qualities are separated from your own essence. But for Allah Ta'ala, His names and attributes and qualities and properties, they do not separate from Him. He's not divisible into parts. When you say, so-and-so has become characterized by the character traits of God, this means that this person no longer has any any existence of their own. They're completely negated. They, they're just the character traits of God seen in or through the traces, the residues of that servant. You tire yourself, yourself. You make your journey longer. You're not tiring us. And you're tiring yourself because you're beholding the name. You're seeing the name as being separate from the named. You're dividing the attribute from the one who's qualified by the attribute, the sifa, the quality, and the qualified essence. But in tawheedul jama'ah, in oneness of union, the all-hearing is the Lord, as-sami'ah is the Lord, and the Lord is the strong, the powerful, al-qawi. You cannot separate the name, one name from another. They're all included within each other. They are all names of the same named reality. Take, for example, my case. My name is Muhammad Fawzi Al-Karkari. I'm a sheikh. I'm an Adamite, a, son, a child of Adam. I'm the son of At-Tayyib, the son of Yamna. You can't differentiate between these. However, you make your job harder when you say, the Shaykh is different from the son of a Tayyib who is different from Fawzi and so on. This person that you're listening to is one. His function is one. Mashiacha, spiritual training. His personal name is Muhammad Fawzi. His family name is Al-Karkari. But his personhood is one. Allah Ta'ala is a divine essence. The name Allah denotes the essence. The Nur is a quality of that essence. And Al-Nur, the light with a capital L, is a divine name. You want to divide Allah Ta'ala into parts. Those parts, those divisions and differentiations are in your own eye. They're within you. He, for his part, Allah Ta'ala, is beyond parts, beyond divisions and differentiations. And you have to affirm him just as he describes himself to you. But you can't differentiate between the name Allah, God, and Ar-Rabb, the Lord, until you attain or carry the secret of Jama, Sir al-Jama, the secret of union. This is the first secret of the path. After that, the secret of the secret, Sir al-Sir, or the secret of Lamul Ishq, the secret of the Lamb of Love, is the Sir Al-Farq, the secret of separation. 
then you can begin to separate between the jama and the farq or between the names and you can say there are names of union names of acts names of divine qualities or attributes names of the divine name allah all the other names are names of the name asma'ul ism or ismul ism the name arab is a name of allah it's a name of the name allah the other names in reality they're they're all essence too but they all go through or they're included within the name allah it's through the door of the all-encompassing name allah that all the other names like the lord the hearing the seeing are names of the essence so that's the second secret the secret of separation where you learn to differentiate between a name of the essence a name of the name a name of an act a name, like the creator is a divine act and so on but at the beginning of the of your path you do not differentiate between the lord arab and allah you see the nur as essence this nur it's cleaves open or splits open from the name allah the nur is a name of the name the nur opens up from the name allah and when you look at the nur and you behold it as the lord you're seeing union in separation you're seeing jama in farq you're seeing essence attribute and name of the name so imagine now so you're you wake up in the last third of the night you enter into istighfar or you invoke the divine name allah if you have permission and you see the nur you have to see it as essence as divine essence you have to see it as lordship you have to not separate it from its reality how do you honor it how do you venerate the nur the lord has now descended and the lord accepts now addition it accepts your addition your servanthood he has unveiled his veil he shows you the light of his lordship your task is to honor the nur to honor lordship to see the nur at the station of lordship or to see the station of lordship in the nur itself your job is to extinguish your station of servanthood in the light's proximity can you do that can you taste it if so the nur is the light of lordship is nur or rab but this isn't in your heart you see the nur at the last third of the night and you tell me it's small it's large it's far it's close it's here it's there you have the method the representation of light in your heart you don't have lordship in your heart you remain or you halt with the representation with the nur the imaginal form of the light its exemplification you stay where god has put you in that case you're just with the method with this luminous exemplification so just work on that until you perfect the method itself once you've perfected the method of the nur and then the sheikh he sees that you've done that then he will take you to a higher level and he will teach you that the method of the nur that you've now perfected that's filled your heart 
that is not separate from the real. Then you will grasp that from the very beginning, you are not with the methal, with the representation of light, but with the quality, with the attribute, or you are with the essence itself, depending on what's in your heart. Well, this, my dear disciple, is to hate. This is what it means to profess God's oneness. It's not that tonight he comes to you and he's, Allah says, I am the Lord. Then the next day he says, I am Allah. And then the next day he says, I am the Nur. Don't wait for that to happen. What you're doing, this is how you're veiling yourself from divine proximity. Because you're dividing the one. This is why we tell you that the Nur is a disclosure. It's a tajalli. It's a theophany. It's a facet of a quality or a property of the essence. You won't know what that is. You, you work on the attribute now, the sifa. You work on the nur. You practice it. And you plunge from or through the nur into the attribute. And from there you become a monotheist, a muwahid, someone who professes God's oneness, who professes tawheed. You connect or bring the attribute back to the one who's qualified by that attribute or the quality back to the qualified object which is Allah Ta'ala and you learn that the quality, the sifa and the one who's qualified by it, the mausuf are not separate from each other and you learn to see the essence in the heart of the nur itself you see it upon the sirat itself, upon the path. So I say, plunge into the niche and see the niche, within it find the lamp. And see the lamp through the eye of the niche, of the mishkat. And then plunge into the lamp and see the glass, the zujaja, through the eye of the lamp then swim through that and do so until it becomes the resplendent planet, the Kaukabuddurri. What am I teaching you in all of this? I'm simply teaching you Tawheed. When do these exemplifications of the light become unified into one? When they become a sun, a resplendent planet. After that, it's easy for me to convey to you the meaning of Tawheed, of Divine Oneness. Because at that point, the heart only has one direction, one facet. However, for now, right now, your heart has multiplicity. It has Ta'addud. This is why you say, today I see the niche. Tomorrow I see nothing. The next day I see the lamp. The next day I see a glass container. All of this is plurality. It's multiplicity. It's not oneness. These disclosures are not like watching TV to behold a disclosure, to experience a disclosure of the light is to discover whether you are among the, the people of Tawheed or not. And it's easy for me to call you an idolater, a mushrik. However, we see you through the eye of union. We see you through God's eyes. And we say... Instead of saying, instead of calling you an idolater, a mushrik, we say you're God's servant. 
we don't call you a polytheist. And we honor you. We exalt you by virtue of the eye through which we see you, God's eye. However, if we were to see you through the eye of our own lower self, of our nafs, we would call you a mushrik, a polytheist or an idolater. So this is the difference between you and Sayyidina Ibrahim salam. It's the difference between the murid and Sayyidina Ibrahim. Ibrahim salam sees the ishara, the spiritual allusion, the light, and arrives at Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, oneness of Lordship immediately. The murid sees it and journeys stage by stage through the levels of the name, slowly learning to affirm God's oneness. And you become a true monotheist, a true, when the nur engulfs your entirety. You lose your mind in the nur, and you become light upon light. And you see nothing alongside yourself but yourself. And you seek for yourself, you search for yourself, and you find only the nur. And you see that not only, only nur upon nur. You look around, the forms disappear, and you just see the nur. Short of that, all I'm doing in these durus, I'm just smashing idols, breaking one idol after another. In each dars, I smash 30 to 40 idols. That's all I do every day. I wake up, give a dars, I smash the idol of a brother from Sudan, then the idol of a sister from Yemen, then an idol from the, a brother from Algeria, and so on. Your heart must become pure. You have to arrive at inna We have given you a clear opening. You have to clear out the idols of your heart in order to have this clear opening. Your heart must become Mecca. But it has idols, hundreds and hundreds of them. How do you open Mecca? How do you conquer it? You follow the Nur. How? You have to see it in every moment. Do not separate yourself from the Nur. You see the Nur, follow the Nur, cling to the Nur. Behold it, see it in the morning, at night, in the evening, in the marketplace, in the living room, in the washroom, everywhere, at all times, in all circumstances. Once the Nur clings to you or you cling to it in all circumstances, now Try to obliterate directions, the jihad, and draw closer to the nur. Give it force, strengthen it, sacrifice for it, till you don't see other things alongside it, and you sit down and you only see the nur in this gathering. Then, mashallah, now the directions, the jihad, spatial extensions have been removed. The idols of your heart have been smashed, and you only see the nur in all places. And now you've attained the verse, Allah nuru samawati wal ard. God is the light of the heavens and the earth. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. Kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim. Wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad. Kama barikta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim. Bil alameen, innaka hamidun majid.